Nice to meet you. I'm Mark. What's your name? What's Mark. Mayor. Oh, nice. An easy one. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? Jasmina. Jasmina. Yes. What's your name? Uh, my name is Steve Moy. My last name. Moy. Moy, M O Y. Uh, friends with my first name. Noy. No, yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? I'm okay. I'm all right. I'm doing okay. Whoa. Why? <laughs> wait. Why? Why so pessimistic? I don't think we needed a part two. So much pessimism coming uh, from I you. I don't think we needed a part two of this reunion. I think we needed two couples to be part <sighs> part of the part two. Yeah. Who? Alyssa and Chris. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Bob, true. the shock, and Lindsay. It was, even though they got sad. Yeah, a little And sad. the experts. I didn't need the experts. Don't you think we could have just rolled the three or four highlights of part two into part one and called it a day? They gave us a three-hour kickoff special. Just give us a three-hour reunion, and let's call it a day. Let's move on. True, but what would we podcast about? Oh, maths would give us enough to podcast about. They're giving us Where Are They Now, which looks juicy. I am so excited for that because (laughs) they're going to pair up the worst person on the entire show ever. Uh, Alyssa. Alyssa. Spoiler alert. With Ryan, the boring cowboy from Texas. Uh, Which seems like a... Is he a cowboy? He's a wannabe cowboy. He likes the Is he from Texas? Yeah, I was in Texas. And he's more of a cowboy than she'll find in Boston. I forgot what part of Texas. Was it Austin? It was the previous season. Houston? No, it wasn't Houston. That was the previous season. Was Houston? Houston? Yeah. Wasn't the guy from NASA? Like, Houston, we have a problem. Yeah, you're right. Okay. okay. Haven't you ever seen Apollo 13? Of course I did. Great movie. Great movie. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're parent. Yeah, it's not where are they now. It's like, who are they banging now? We watched it during the pandemic. Apollo 13? Mm-hmm. We watched, yeah, we watched a good amount of television. And television and movies, yeah. Hey, this podcast started in the pandemic. Yes, this we, is our <laughs> pandemic baby. It's the pandemic pod. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm excited for where are they now? Yes. And then I think there's something after... Where are they what? now? Yeah. They cannot stop producing. They cannot stop. They cannot. They cannot. <laughs> um, and then the new season, San Diego is going to start Woo-hoo, in West July. Coast. In July. West Coast, best coast. Not really. We're, West, we're I mean, East West Coasters. Coast. San Diego is one of my favorite cities San in the U.S. Diego, a whale's vagina. It's very, really. No, it's Anchorman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's very peaceful. I've never been. I love it. I don't love California. Hot take. Hot take right here. I don't well, love California. You, I've you only don't love been, LA. I don't I've been love to LA, LA and then the surrounding areas, which I do like Santa Monica. Venice I love cool. like Huntington Beach, Santa Monica, absolutely mm-hmm. San Diego. I've, I've been to San Fran too, but it's I been a while. laid over in San Francisco, never explored. Yeah, but San Diego is gorgeous. Anyways, we'll talk about California next season. And it has a lot of seals. Teresa, we'll talk about California next season. Let's talk okay, about okay. Boston, okay? Because we're not going to be able to talk about Boston for too much longer. Before we do, a couple housekeeping items here. Follow us on social media. It's really important to follow us on social media now that this season is coming to an end because we'll keep you posted on what's coming next. 
if we're going to be covering the little in-between specials or what's happening there, what's happening now, where are we now, where are we going, where have we been, all that stuff. Well, you'll find out first on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. So make sure you're following us there. Also, make sure you're following the podcast. Wherever you're listening right now, subscribe to the podcast. So whatever we drop, it comes right to your device. It's so easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as Dr. Viviana's dress. I'm not a big on sparkly things, but that one was nice. I could see myself in that dress. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you know what I mean. Don't tell me that. Oh. I mean, I could see my reflection in that dress. (laughs) (laughs) I could see myself in that dress. I thought that you are going to explore a different side of you. No. My sister already tried that on me. I did I yeah that was like my toast to my sister was that she dressed me up in women's clothes mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is also a lyric to a song dressed me up in women's clothes and generals that my eyes called me pretty uh late is that a country song I don't know ask Alyssa anyway <laughs> I know it from Matt Nathanson but I think it's originally from James I don't know anyway um like yes that that dress hot Viviana looking hot. Viviana mm-hmm. coming with the heat. Viviana brought the fire. Because that's it for Viviana. Woo! Yes. No Viviana more Dr. Viviana, at least not for the next season. Dr. Viviana is exiting stage right. And they're bringing in two new experts next season. Sexperts. There's one sexpert. There's one sexpert. And the other is, it's, okay, I wrote it down. Devon Franklin, a Hollywood producer and best-selling author, also a relationship advisor. He's okay. coming on board, Devon. And also Dr. Pia Holek, a psychotherapist who specializes in sex and couples therapy. They better do something. They better help them because this season, DP and PC and Dr. Viviana were just watching it with popcorn mm-hmm. and their mm-hmm. feet on the well, table, just laughing behind the scenes, not doing anything. Yeah. You know what's interesting? You don't, or I haven't seen a male sexpert. It's always a woman. Mm. It would be a little, it could come across as aggressive maybe if there was like a male. Like imagine Elijah Wan as a sexpert. It'd be a little concerning. Well, look at PC. He's trying to well, be he, a Well, he's just, he, he himself, I think, is an expert in bed. But I don't think he's trying he's to. He's a pastor. Take it easy. Oh, come on. You know how they get down. <laughs> but, but yeah, all the women or all the sex birds on MAFs have been women so far, I believe. True. So, and here comes another. That's all I'm saying. Just, Maybe there are more women who are in this occupancy. Occupation? Occupation. In the field? <laughs> Yeah. I was trying to find the word. I could tell. I wasn't going to help you out because I thought you were going to pull it out. But um, no, occupancy is not it. Occupation. They're in the occupation. I was close. Oh, yeah. yeah not far. Um, okay. So you're following the pod. You're following the Instagram. One last thing. If you haven't left a review, please do. A little end of season gift for us if you haven't left a review. Absolutely. We'd love it if you could rate on Spotify, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It makes Teresa's day. It makes my day. Helps the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's all we could ask for, really. Yes. So please, if you haven't left one, it really, it means a lot and it helps us out. Mm-hmm. All right. That's the housekeeping. I feel like we breezed through that. Yeah. That was pretty easy. Well. Right? I think we've been doing it for a while, so. Kind of got it down now. Kind of yeah. figured our way out. 
Yeah, absolutely. All right. All right. <laughs> so let's get into this episode. Then it's reunion part two because I guess we needed a second part. Mm-hmm. So we got it. Let's start with the ladies. Where my ladies at? Ladies leave your man at home. It's That's the song I was trying to sing. When? No, now. <laughs> Isn't it Destiny's <laughs> Child? Yes. Ladies leave your man at home. Yes. It's 8 p.m. on a Wednesday and Kevin's about to start. Wait. No, that's a different song. Oh. It's like a rap song, like, ladies. Oh. Um, the the reference you're not making, but that it's reminding me of, is Justin Timberlake's Senorita. That's not it. Which I love. <laughs> I do too, It but feels like something's heating up. Well, we got to stop. We've sang 19 times no, this podcast no, already. No, no, try to figure out my in. rap song. Okay, go. Ladies. <laughs> 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 that's just my, that was my pickup line in college. <laughs> It goes like, <laughs> what? Into the mic, Teresa. Redeem yourself. Redeem yourself after occupancy. I can rap. Do I it. can rap. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, <laughs> Barnum and Bailey. I don't know. Ah, it's it's in my head. I just cannot. In my head. It's a different, it's a different song. song. That's a different, different okay, song. I'm just going with you. Uh, Say it one more time. Okay. Ladies, <laughs> stop it! You know this song? I have no idea. The more you say it, the less I know what you're referring to. <laughs> Can you uh, give me something else besides ladies? What else? Everyone is fast forwarding 15 seconds right now. No, until we I really, that's that's the only part of the song I know. Okay, it'll come to you. I feel like it's it'll in come my to head. The whole melody is in my head. Okay, I so just can't rap. Hum the melody. Then. I really can't. Hum the melody. <laughs> I tried. And one more time. I try to say goodbye. Okay, one more time. Yeah. Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Stop laughing. How are you expecting to figure it out if you're just laughing? I, I don't give it up. All right, thank God. I don't give it <laughs> But I'm bummed. Okay. I'm, I'm bummed It'll about come this. to you. I think it'll come to you. Mm-hmm, I promise. Mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. promise, but I hope. So, yes, Kevin starts in with the women. So, as not to get back into that. They're all dressed. Cycle. As a, as a broken rainbow. Yeah. They don't have all the colors, but they have rainbow. some of it. Yeah. It looked good. It was a nice spectrum. Yeah. Of color. And apparently the girls are super friendly, talk all the time. Minus Lindsay. Yeah. Do you think Lindsay is not on that group chat? Well, from what we learned, and we'll dive deeper, but I think Jasmina was friends with Lindsay until... The previous episode when she was talking shit about Alyssa, Jasmina got mad and, and unfollowed her on social media. So I almost feel like if Lindsay's out of the club, it's very recent. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I couldn't tell because Kevin is clearly tipped off that there is some social media animosity going on because he asks, uh, you know, you guys talk every day, you have a group chat, any social media blocking? And we learn Alyssa blocked Lindsay the night of the bachelorette Which party. Which I don't understand. And it says a lot about oh, I, Alyssa being an asshole. You say it says a lot about her being an asshole. I say it says a lot about her being quick to judge. Mm. Which is exactly what she did with Chris. That's very she true. She was so quick to judge him. And now she was quick to judge Lindsay. You guys are out having drinks. Mm-hmm. And I'll give it to Alyssa. She was right on this one. Okay, she she just happened to go for it and ended up being right. I would have blocked Lindsay eventually too. Eventually. So she just cut to the chase and got there quicker. 
But Alyssa is so quick to judge that she just hears one little joke that Lindsay makes and goes, blocked. Right? Mm -hmm. Doesn't give her a chance. Doesn't Mm -hmm. get to see the full picture of who Lindsay is as a person. Makes up her mind right there and then. But even with all the shit that Lindsay did and said, Alyssa is still the worst. Yeah. Lindsay is very close. Very close. Can they be tied? No. Because I hate Alyssa so much. Okay. I feel like Lindsay has her good moments and that's why she cannot be tied with Alyssa. Here's the thing. I guess that... Alyssa has zero good moments. There's no good moment about her. Even if she's trying to be (laughs) nice, that she's still lying. She's like, oh my gosh, Chris and I, we played tennis yesterday. It was so much fun. That's true. Meanwhile, she's like talking shit about Chris. Like he's he's the worst. Like talking to the producers. Like no. Here's what makes me scratch my head. So we don't, we're not fond of Lindsay, we can say. Yeah. And our feelings are backed up by the fact that Alyssa doesn't like her. Jasmina unfollowed her. They go around the room and everyone's like, Alyssa, uh, Lindsay's a lot, right? So it wasn't just the editing. No. Right? They were with her in real life and have these feelings too. Alyssa seems to be friends with the other girls. Jasmina is defending Alyssa. So you or I sit here and go, is Alyssa as bad in real life as she comes across? Because she comes across terrible I think on she's television. bad. I think they're friends with her because they have to. Because if you, if you listen, no, no, no. But if you listen, they say, Katina says, oh, I talk to Jasmina all the time and now talk with Noi. Yeah. No one says I talk with Alyssa. She's just there being maybe part of the group chat. And then Jasmina's like, yeah, we all talk. Talk with, uh, talk, I talk with Katina and with Noi. Used to talk to Lindsay. No one said that, oh, I talk to Alyssa all the time. I guess. I but think Alyssa's there and she de- didn't do anything to them. So you right. can't really. They still have her back, though. Jasmine has still got in a well, fight with Lindsay over having Alyssa's well, back. Well, this is something I understand because I don't. If someone talks shit about other people behind their backs, I don't like it either. No. Or I would be like, well, if, but you, if you didn't this- like that person. Well, I would still not love the fact that we're talking behind someone's back when they're not there to either defend themselves or make it crazier. (laughs) Okay. At first I was like, oh, so high and mighty. But again, yes, I don't think Jasmina has beef with Alyssa, but I don't think they're besties. And I get it. Like if I'm not bestie with someone, but I don't hate that person, that would bother me, obviously. Yeah. All right. Well, then Kevin asks if anyone was surprised about the decision day results. And Katina says she was surprised about Mark and or wasn't surprised about Mark and Lindsay. Wasn't surprised about Michael and Jasmina. Was not. Was not. Katina wasn't. She figured they would both separate. That's because. I wasn't either. I wasn't surprised about Mark and Lindsay. Michael and Jasmina. Come on. We were a little surprised. You know what's funny? I was actually more surprised about. Mark and Lindsay, because I thought that once the cameras go away, they will figure it out mm. somehow. We're, but they're talking about decision day. Oh. Right? They're talking about where everyone said yes. Oh, okay. And Katina thought Mark and Lindsay would say yes. Michael and Jasmina would say yes. I feel like that's interesting because Jasmine and Katina are clearly friends. They talk. Yes. 
And so Jasmina wasn't going behind Michael's back and saying, this is not working out, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Whatever she was telling Katina made Katina think, yeah, she's going to say yes on decision day. So I still think there is not a chance I think that ship has sailed, but I think there are still feelings there or there were feelings there. They said yes on decision day. For some reason, it didn't work out because they didn't live together, Teresa. No. Oh, we'll get to that because I have (laughs) more thoughts. But clearly, Jasmina, whatever she was telling Katina was like, yeah. I'm going to say yes on decision day. It's going to work. And they just, she wanted to give it another chance and there was definitely something. Yeah. But I still don't think that a couple in their position who don't have any love feelings for each other or they don't communicate well, they just want to see if it can work, should move in together. Uh, I disagree. But we've talked about mm-hmm. it at length. Kevin then turns to Katina and Elijah on. And Kevin's like, talk about a couple that makes you smile. Huh? (laughs) How is everyone drinking the Kool-Aid? I really don't understand how everyone is like, yeah, Elijah on really made a 180. They're they're the perfect couple. That's why. That's why. But he didn't. You you really believe he did? I don't. I think Elijah on's putting on a face for the cameras. Give it, it, we'll see what happens. Where are they now? Oh, I don't buy it either. But I think there is a part of me that believes that him watching all the shit he said on TV made him realize that he crossed some lines. Okay. I still think it's him. I still think it's his personality and it's probably going to come up again in that relationship. But I believe that he probably saw himself and be like, shit. I crossed a lot of lines. I'm not saying he can't get to where he is at now. I'm just saying you can't get there in a matter of weeks. He was literally. This is five months. I know, but this is five months now. They're talking about, oh, yeah, everything's been great. They said yes on decision day. He's made changes. It's not like today as we sit here on reunion part two, he's just started to make a change. He's been apparently changed for the last several months. Yeah. And I don't get how you go from being the most hated man in America because those actions are deserved mm-hmm. of the title most hated man in America to now like, oh, my God, this is the couple that makes you smile. No, he's putting on an act. He could eventually, hopefully, maybe if he acts like this long enough and in real life and not just in front of the cameras, can start to embody that and truly be that person. But I think this is an act for the cameras. I think it's an act including the fact that he proposed and the fact that they said, yes. I love you. Absolutely. Absolutely. An act. Yeah. Things were so good, but you didn't say you loved each other until you brought out the big ring on reunion <laughs> part one. Come on. But all the guys are basically validating him that he does regret all that shit that he did he, change, but they're calling him out. They're saying, yeah, dude, like, what did you think? And so I almost feel like if he was really that bad, they wouldn't have this bromance. I don't know because there's that classic, do you regret your actions or do you regret getting caught? Mm, right? Does he regret getting caught on camera or does he regret actually doing it and making Katina feel? No, I think it was him. I think that's what he felt at the moment. He felt like this is what I want and there is no left or right. Like This is my way only, right? To be yeah. an asshole. But... I 
I would like to believe that he regrets some of his actions. I hope so too. Of course, but they were yeah, disgusting. obviously you don't just they were change. inexcusable. Yeah, they're horrible. Like he I, horrible, horrible. The way he talked to her. If you talked to me like this for a minute, I would be out of here. Of course. And so, and he was convicted. He was convicted in those beliefs. That's why I think you don't change this quickly. It's not like he was thinking, you know, I was kind of hoping I would have a wife who would cook for me every night and clean mm-hmm. for me every night and not pursue her dreams so that we could pursue my dreams and travel. It, it wasn't just this, eh, maybe. He was so convicted in those beliefs that I don't know how you go from being so convicted to just being like, yep, that's fine. Totally. I'm over it. I'm going to change. I'm a new person. I don't buy it. Everyone else buys it. Kevin goes, no one has grown like Elijah on has grown. Uh, I don't buy it. I don't I hope, buy it. I hope I'm wrong. I don't buy it fully, but again, I think he understands that some of it or most of it was wrong, what he did. Let's just hope that he does for Tina's sake. That's all we can do is hope. But yeah, he, I think a lot of people still hate him. I don't know. I think a lot of people, you look on social media, you look at the experts, Kevin, a lot of people are buying into it and going, that's the man I knew he could be. There he is. I'm telling you. You're laughing. I have people, social media too. People, people are like, yes, I always knew it. See, he's a good man deep down in heart, at the heart. Well, only time will tell. Only Let's see how they're doing in a couple of months. Yeah. So then Kevin turns to Noy and Steve and asks if people were surprised when they saw there was friction in that couple. And everyone was surprised that Noy and Steve had some issues. I guess they were kind of that poster couple. They had three issues. Issue number one, the biggest one, the job. The job. Issue number two, the social media. The social media. Issue number three, the living situation. The living situation. That's it. Those are issues. <laughs> Those are three big issues. What they did was hide them in front of people. They, well, I they get it. Discuss. Some people don't like, we don't discuss our private stuff with anyone. No, but that's why the group thought, oh, they're perfect. Um, they have no issues because they kept it to themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, and that's a good lesson for everyone is don't, don't just look at Instagram or what someone tells you at a dinner party and go, oh man, they're so lucky. Their life's so perfect. I wish I had their life. No, they're only showing you the good parts. Mm-hmm. And that's what Noy and Steve were trying to do was just show the good parts. Meanwhile, they were dealing with some real shit I mean, back home. Noy was posting about it on social media. That's very true. So it wasn't that. <laughs> that's, actually, that's actually very true. Pink glasses. No, she was, the social media was accurate. Mm-hmm, actually, mm-hmm, in that case. Yeah. So then Kevin does ask about the lack of employment. And Katina says... Well, I figured he had money, so I didn't see an issue. He must have had some money. I didn't like what Lindsay said because Lindsay goes like, yeah, like he, he he needed a job ASAP, which is kind of true. But then she said, she grew up in a refugee camp. She wants a six-figure man. And oh, I she feel said? Like, yeah. I didn't hear that. And I feel like that was so aggressive. What I didn't like about what Lindsay said is going, yeah, Steve, Steve needs a job wants to prove that he's got drive. And to me, that's hypocritical because when Mark lost his job and he said, I'm going to go find a job. I need to work. I want to do something in the fitness industry. Lindsay was like, no, work on getting to know me. And 
so for you, it's totally different. For for knowing Steve, oh yeah, you think Steve should get a job mm-hmm. and show he's got drive. But for Mark, no, it's like me, me, me. This is what I want. Mm-hmm. Forget Mark's desires. I thought That's I was a hypocritical. Point. Yeah, I thought, of course, Lindsay's such a hypocrite. It's all about her. She, yeah. And and she changes with the wind and says whatever it is well, in the again, moment. Well, again, I think she has some deeper issues that, again, sure. we don't know about. Or yeah. We don't know about for sure. But she's showing signs of some very, very deep issues. <sighs> yeah. Um, then speaking of Lindsay, Kevin turns to Mark and Lindsay and he brings up how she tends to rub people the wrong way. She has beef with literally everyone. Cue the maniac montage. They play, <laughs> they play Lindsay's greatest hits and it's all, uh, 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 uh. absolutely bonkers. <gasps> it scares me every time. It scares me. I don't know how we watched this before bed because her laugh gives me nightmares. It's too Ter- much. It's, it's terrifying. Too much. And she does not stop. She's like, no. <laughs> It is crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. A good prank, although I would feel bad to do this, would be to make her laugh. Mark's alarm. Oh, my gosh. Or Poor ringtone. Mark. No. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Mark. Yeah. But he does not deserve it. No, he doesn't. So then Lindsay goes, yeah, I've put my foot in my mouth before, but I always learn. And I love feedback. Did you, Alyssa and Katina were like, their face, you guys cannot see yeah. my face. You keep forgetting this is an audio ah! medium. <laughs> but their faces were like, what did you just say? Yeah. Did you love feedback? Yeah, it's, it's BS, of course. She's saying it because it makes herself look better in the moment. Oh, yeah. I she, know. She, she loves that. I've made mistakes, but I love to learn and grow. Oh, you stop it, Lindsay. She does... Not many people actually like feedback. And people like I don't mind it, but you have to I like feedback, I do. But you need to wrap yes, you need to constructive criticism, absolutely. But you need to know how to accept it and learn from it. A lot of people don't have that. Well, feedback people is- just say it, like Lindsay, that no. You give her a feedback and she'll be she's gonna unleash on you. Feedback is great if you can actually use it to improve something. Yes. A lot of times I think you're conflating feedback with criticism. Criticism isn't going to help any, yeah. anyone. But if it's feedback, if it's positive feedback or constructive feedback, then sure, take it, embrace it, and you'll be better for it. Mm-hmm. But no, Lindsay thinks she's perfect as is. So, of course, why would she want feedback? She just knows, oh, that's something I need to say. Is that yes. I could, of course, I could be better. I could learn. She doesn't truly buy that. And then she goes, let's cut to the chase, <laughs> Alyssa. Let's cut to the chase, Alyssa. You blocked me, but you were sending messages privately to my husband. To Mark the Shark. To Mark the Shark. Swimming into his DMs. <laughs> and then she said that Alyssa talks shit about Lindsay to everyone, which I believe. I believe yeah. that Alyssa did say shit, and I feel, I feel like at this Time Katina and just me and I kind of had Alyssa's back because so please did. don't tell me Alyssa talks shit about Chris after she've known him for like two and days. the experts yes and, yeah she talks so shit about everyone. I mean it may not have been to the extreme of what Lindsay was saying about Alyssa but I do believe Alyssa had Lindsay's name in her mouth I have and to also, imagine I don't buy that Martha Shark just reached out to um, Alyssa to check on her because he's a good friends with Chris and Chris was not okay 
with Alyssa and how she treated him, why would Mardasha reach out to Alyssa See, just to uh, check on her? That's interesting because that's a great point. We saw Mark and Chris have a moment earlier yeah. in the season. They were plant shopping or whatever. And yeah, bros before hoes, right? But Mark is such a caregiver that he might just run to the scene of the accident and not think about what's going on and just go, Alyssa, she's in a time of trouble right now. <laughs> Let me just reach out and see if she's okay. Mm. Uh, that's just who Mark is. And he's always there to help everyone, his mom, his grandma, whomever. True. He wants to be a firefighter, right? He's there to help. And so I I could buy it because everyone else vouches and goes, yeah, he was just reaching out to check on her. It wasn't any inappropriate. Katina said, I saw the messages. It wasn't inappropriate. Mm. Okay, okay. But again, just, you, but you make a good yeah. point. If he's talking to Chris, where is your alliance? Where does your alliance exactly. lie? Exactly. And it should, it be should not be with Alyssa. You wouldn't think. But again, three sides to every story. We don't. Absolutely. But Alyssa's the worst. There is just one side. I know you hate Alyssa. I, 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 just, I, I dislike her strongly her. too, but I also dislike Lindsay. I just Lindsay. cannot stand her. I dislike Lindsay too, so I can't take sides in this argument. Um, and there's a little more drama between them because Kevin brings up that Jasmina and Lindsay got into it a little bit at the airport after taping the after mm -hmm. show. And this was when... The after party. The after mm -hmm. party. Yeah, this was after some cocktails probably. Oh, yeah, we know for they, sure. We know they drink on that show. And Jasmina said, yeah, Lindsay was bashing Alyssa. Classic. And I told her, don't talk about her behind her back. And Lindsay was like, well, you, I'm going to do what I want. You can stop telling me what to do. Um, or you can get out of the car and walk to the airport, I guess. Well, and poor Noi was being put into middle. But she kind of handled it well because Lindsay was saying that Jasmina yelled at her. Noi says, well, they were arguing, but Jasmina did not yell. Yeah. But Lindsay did talk shit. She was shit. just establishing yeah. a boundary. Yeah. I think she's still friends with Lindsay. Noi, you think is? Or friendly, maybe. I don't think anyone's friendly with Lindsay. That's true. I really don't. I hope not, because she is crazy. I don't understand how people are friends with Alyssa, but okay. That's what I'm saying is, again, three sides to every story. We are getting confirmation that Lindsay is batshit because we saw with our own eyes and now these four women are confirming mm -hmm. and they're not being friends with her. Alyssa, we saw she's batshit and rude and toxic, but for some reason she has friends. She's, no, she's there. She's inserting herself. You're yes, right. Yes, I don't think, no, I don't think they are head over heels want to hang out with her. I think she's just there. Yeah, you, that could be true. So then the lion tattoo story comes ah! up and I don't know what's going on here. So much drama. I literally wrote down so much drama. I'm not following. <laughs> yeah. So let's try to make a little sense of it. Lindsay is telling people that Alyssa changed the story that her psychic told her. Her psychic apparently told her your soulmate has a lion tattoo, but yes. then- this is this is what Alyssa says. My psychic told me that my soulmate has a lion tat has a lion tattoo. Mm-hmm. Or an eagle tattoo. No. An a lion tattoo. tattoo. No, psychic said eagle. Oh. But she changed 
See, it's so confusing. I don't know. The psychic told her that it was a eagle tattoo, but for some reason, Lindsay wants to pretend that the psychic told her it was a lion tattoo. Either way. No, that's not true either. Nobody knows. Steve. Has a lion tattoo. Yes. Right. A lion or an eagle? He has a lion. So Steve has a lion tattoo. So Alisa was telling everyone that the psychic said her man has a, an eagle, eagle tattoo. Yes. Right. So it doesn't seem like, oh my gosh, she should be no, paired No, or because that's what the psychic told Steve. Or because that's what the psychic told yes. her. Lindsay's going around saying, no, she changed it to eagle because Steve has a lion tattoo. Yes, and then Noi got mad, but not right. at Alyssa or Lindsay. She just got mad because she just married Steve, and she's been hearing all this. Right, and Lindsay's trying to stir the pot like, oh, no, Alyssa should really be with Steve because mm. her psychic really told her it was a lion tattoo and not an eagle tattoo. Lions, tigers, and bears, oh, my. I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. It's ridiculous. It's It doesn't matter, right? What's ridiculous is a lion tattoo. It's a... Um, you're not lying. You're not lying. No. It's a ridiculous tattoo. I would rather put a the bold eagle that's not that's not bold. Right. Just white head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, that would be you? very. Who are you to talk? Me. Who are you to talk about tattoos? True. All right. Let's not even go there. Exactly. <laughs> so then Kevin asked the ladies, "All right, what kind of man should Lindsay be with?" And people are like patient, adventurous, someone who has money. Rich. Someone who could make her orgasm. Stable. Strong. Yeah. A lot of characteristics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, absolutely. She she needs someone who's going to put her in her place in a smart way. Like you, who, yeah. who will put up with mm. her shit in a way that would be like, stop. Like stop you crossing all the lines. Stop being like this. I love you, but this this is enough. You cannot be this mean. You cannot be this rude. And she has to be someone who she respects so much that she'll take it and adjust. It definitely has to be someone she respects. Someone I, with a strong personality. That's where I question it because she's such a control freak. I don't know that she could give that control up to somebody. So she might just want a submissive who is happy to take it. Who, yeah, whatever you say, whatever you want to eat, wherever you want to go, whatever you want to do, I'll do it and I won't make a stink about it. She might be happier with that. Well, whatever it is, she may or may not find that person one day. And don't you forget that didn't her ex cancel the wedding like a week prior? Oh, yeah. Well, now I can kind of see oh, why. Totally. <laughs> we should. I would love to go back and watch the first episode. Because you kind of take everything in, but you have no context. That's so true. Of like, oh, what's this person saying? Or, oh, this person used to be a crazy partier or multiple personalities or blah, blah. Now we know who these people are more or mm-hmm. less. It'd be so interesting to see how they frame themselves up that first episode. Lindsay, bad shit crazy. Bad shit crazy from the start. From the start. The, drunk the AF. She walked drunk AF down the aisle. Yeah. We knew. We knew who she we was. We knew. We knew. Um... Then they ask, what kind of person should Jasmina be with? And Lindsay says, he should be family focused, a patient man with a kind heart. And Noi's like, yeah, an intellectual. And Alyssa says, someone caring. And everyone's like, this is Mike. We're talking, mm-hmm. this is Michael that we're talking about. This is who we think you should be with. And this is who you were with. But for some reason, you guys couldn't make it work. Maybe one day. Yeah. And what kind of man does Alyssa need? 
you know, those country cowboy types, Katina says. Straw, straw in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She needs a cowboy. She needs a cowboy. And then she may have found one. We'll see you on Stay the tuned. next app. Stay tuned. All right. Then Kevin brings the boys in. The boys are in the house. And Kevin sees Mark and goes, you, you're like a different person without Lindsay. You look mm-hmm, good, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And Mark agrees. He feels, he feels the positivity now. Like the guys have an actual bromance. The girls have some yeah. beef between each other. And again, I don't think Alyssa's friends that close to these girls as Noi, Katina, and Jasmina are. Yeah, sure. But yeah, the guys are the guys. Yeah, they got a good group. And Elijah one says, Lindsay is always quick to point the finger. Doesn't look at herself. So this is interesting because I thought they were like besties. I was going to make that point. Lindsay, yeah. In the girls segment, Lindsay's like, oh yeah, Elijah on. We're, we're best friends. Hard have on each, his sleeve. Have each other back. Yeah, we really get each other. And then the first thing Elijah on says is like, yeah, she always points the finger and doesn't look at herself. So mm-hmm. again, it's Lindsay lives in her own world. And in her yes. own world, she's best friends with Elijah on. And in the real world, they're probably friendly I think now. they're friends. Yeah, they're but friendly they're now. Besties. I don't think they're besties. And then we learn something that hasn't been corroborated. No. But, but I believe it. Before you say it, did also Kevin say that Lindsay was talking shit about his mom and grandma? Ooh. Oh, did I misunderstand? I would not it? be surprised, but, but I, I f- don't think I wrote that down. Yeah, but what you are going to say, I'm sure, is that apparently... During one of their many, many, many fights. What was the last fight? Lindsay spit on him. On his shirt. Yes. That would be a better shirt design than that Mark the Shark. Ew. Just a little loogie. Ew. It would be more original. Would, yeah, who would wear It'd be that? more original. Ew. Come on. Ew. Um, but yeah, apparently she spit on his shirt, and that's that's crossing all sorts of lines. I got that's he a, must assault. Be very, That's literally assault. He you must can, be very patient. Well, who knows how he reacted? Yeah, I think he's patient. I don't think he would slap her or anything like that. Oh, I would hope not. No. But he could have spit back. Yeah, I don't think he did. Sharks <laughs> don't spit. What do they do? They blow bubbles. They could have blown bubbles back. <laughs> That's how kind and caring he is. She would spit on his shirt. He would go to the corner, open up like the bubbles, and just, <laughs> just blow. I blow love Mark. He deserves right, you some take it love. Easy over there. Yeah, well, apparently it was the worst bullying he's ever dealt with. He said he's frightened by Lindsay, mm-hmm. which we all are a little bit. But he had the support of his guys, so that helped him through the mm-hmm. process. And then we see all the throwback oh of boy. him and Lindsay having good and bad times. And then a cat died once again. They love showing that. Goodbye. Goodbye, my friend. No, it's goodbye, my friend. Goodbye, my friend. Yeah, they, Mark did go through some, some tough shit this he, season. Yeah, the bed bugs, his loss of his yeah. job, the loss of JC the cat. It was a lot. Yeah. We got to relive it all. Again, they love showing it over and over. It's like on 90 Day, they love showing the Daniel's vagina smell. Oh, stop it. Smells over and over. So they they always pick that. They always show the pussy stuff. Uh huh. 
Um, <laughs> smell like a dead cat, Danielle. Um, Mark got super emotional watching it, of Aww. course. He was crying. And yeah, why why put Mark through that again? Yeah. Excuse he him. must have felt like a, like a shark out of the water. Oh. Maybe. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. You know you know what it means, right? That he just didn't... He was a fish out of water, a shark yeah, out just, of water. Yeah, he, he just didn't feel uncomfortable. Right, uncomfortable, yeah. sad. And then Kevin brings up that Lindsay was by his side for a lot of those tough times. And that's why I don't <laughs> hate her as much as I hate Alyssa. Well, yeah, she has her tiny moments. Tiny. Again, tiny. I don't like Lindsay, guys. I don't take her side or I don't agree with anything she does or says. But because of those tiny moments... I dislike her slightly less than I dislike Alyssa. Okay, but here we go again, and I'm going to look towards the other cast members because they know these people personally. We don't think they should be together, and none of the guys think Mark and Lindsay should be together either. And they're not together. I know, but you're saying, you know, Lindsay was there for him, and and I know you're not saying they should be together. No, but but I'm I'm saying saying those little things don't Those those little things just makes it a slightly... Better person, if you if I may use that word, than Alyssa. I think Alyssa is worse than Lindsay. She's worse than Chris from Atlanta. She's mm. just the worst. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, then speaking of Alyssa, Kevin moves on to Chris and Alyssa, and Michael's like, "I knew you guys had issues. I just didn't know it was that." I think bad. that all the guys dislike Alyssa for yeah. how she treated Chris. And yeah, that's why I, I think the girls are just being nice. And that's why I'm saying Alyssa's just there. She's the one who's probably like, hey, girls, how's everyone doing? Everyone's doing good. <laughs> and they're probably just like, yeah, thanks. Just just running some errands. Got to go. Bye. Ho- hope you're doing well. Just being polite. Yeah, because I don't see redeeming qualities in Alyssa. I don't no. see anything where it's like, oh, well, she's full of herself. But she's really fun to hang out with because you saw the bachelorette party. She was sitting by herself. In yeah. A so, yeah, I don't see the redeeming qualities. And I don't think any of the girls really stepped up and defended Alyssa in this no. reunion. They were all just kind of like, yeah, we all have a group chat, but no one really stood up. I'm sure they Alyssa. have another group chat with oh, yeah. her. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real group chat. Yeah. Um, so Kevin's like, she kept saying she was a good person. And then we see the good person montage. I'm a good person. I'm such a good person. I can't believe the experts did this to me. I'm such a good person. I know people are laughing about it, but I'm a good person. Ugh, if you have to say that you are a good person, trust me that you're not. Exactly. And Kevin goes, Chris, you think she was a good person? <laughs> <laughs> what a question. I love I love Chris too. I loved his reaction. He's just so... like. I loved he, that he doesn't let anyone to get to him through this crazy Alyssa right. shit. Like he's just very cool about it, very calm, and he takes it as, like, a learning moment. Like, I love that. Yeah, he definitely, I, he's got some confidence. You clearly yeah, have to be confident smart, yeah. to, to deal with that and to get through it and show up. Because yeah, he could have said, I'm done. I'm not coming to the reunion. I'm not coming to the last episode where we're all going to cheers. Like, he, I, no, I was going to say he got embarrassed on national TV. He didn't. He didn't. No, Alyssa, she did. Oh, yeah. Alyssa yeah. embarrassed herself. Absolutely. So he actually... He looks good. Yeah. And I just love it because I think there are a lot of people, maybe including myself, who would lose lose it a little bit, just say how they actually feel about Alyssa because I'm sure he's not saying how he feels. I don't know. He might like her. I think he does like her. What? Some, 
come on. There were so many episodes. No. no. There were so many episodes no. where we we're like, why are you still trying, Chris? Because it, he was in it for a reason. That's why. But he said it himself. He said after he saw the footage when she was talking to the producers, forgetting that her mic is right. along, thinking that no one's going to see or hear this. He said, I, I would have ended it sooner. Yeah. You're so, right. Now he yeah. sees it all. And yeah, you're yeah. right. Then Kevin turns to Steve very quickly and just wonders how he felt when Noy said she wasn't going to move in mm-hmm. with him or when she wasn't planning on moving with him. And Steve was kind of blindsided by it. He said he didn't see it coming and he had to try to understand it. And really what it came down to was him just needing a level of certainty that Noy was committed. And that yes. makes complete sense. Absolutely. And that was it because... I think they worked on their issues or they are working on their issues. Yeah, yeah. Then Elijah Wan. Kevin turns to Elijah Wan and how he made a stir talking about what a wife should do, what a wife should be. And Steve's like, I think Elijah Wan has learned a lot through this process. Here's my thing. We learn here. That Katina now cooks gourmet meals. Okay. <laughs> She's cooking like a lobster. Mm-hmm. Now. So how is that compromising? Elijah wants getting more than he asked for. He's not just getting a woman who cooks for him, a wife who cooks for him. Now he's getting gourmet meals. He's I getting mean, you more. you dropped the lobster tail in the water, so... But I'm saying his <laughs> words were... steamy. I'm not sure. His words were like, yeah, now she's cooking gourmet meals for me or whatever. How did, so tell me how he changed. He, now he's just happier because he's getting what he wants? Apparently, yes. He's getting what he asked for while he's being portrayed as the brand new Elijah one, the one who doesn't push Katina around and doesn't test her because he learned from his mistakes while watching himself on TV. Exactly. I don't think he's changed at all. He's gotten what he wants, so he's changed his tune. Now he's happy. But I don't think he's changed in terms of compromise or what he's willing to adjust or bring to the relationship. He's getting what he wants, so he doesn't have anything to complain about. True, but okay, here is a here is a hot take. Are you ready? Oh, so ready. <laughs> Maybe he did get better because it seems like he is actually friends with all the guys. They all are friends. If you look at the girls, Alyssa's there. She's not a big part of it, right? But it seems like the guys are all in it together. Yeah, but they always were. It well, yeah, but if he was at the beginning, at the bachelor party, people looked at him like, oh my gosh, this guy's too much. Like, he's too yeah, much. Yeah, but that had nothing to do with him and Katina's relationship. That was just his personality. I think he grew on them and maybe he learned a little bit. I think you're given the benefit of the doubt. That's fine. We don't have to agree on everything. I'm just hoping for I think he's got a lot of people. Because I love Katina and I just hope that whatever situation she's in, hopefully it's better than what we witnessed. That she's just happy. She looked, I think people are so quick to forget how beaten down she looked, how over it she looked. She didn't even have a voice in the relationship. And now... They're out there. He gives her a ring and everyone's like, ah, is he the greatest guy in the world? Where do I find me an Elijah one? I'll even take an Isaac. Give me an Isaac. Just come on. (laughs) People are so quick to forget. I'm not going to forget. I will not forget either, but let's, 
Let's see. I hope you're right. Let's keep an eye on him. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Let's keep an eye. We'll we'll keep an eye. All right. And then just very quickly, Kevin asked the guys if Michael should have romanced Jasmine no more. Yes. Okay. Yes. He should have. He should have, but I would be, I would be curious to see. Cautiously romantic. If she should have received it or if she would have stabbed him. No stabbing. He would have stabbed. Not stab him. Stab him. Oh, stopped. Like stop. In the name of love. Yeah, I don't. What do you mean know. stabbing? Why would she stab him? Well, I don't know. That's if a little was, violent. Well, you were the one a knife. You said it. You said it. You're being a little violent. All on right, this we need. We need to take a break. When we come back, we're going to bring the experts in. All of the initials D P P C D V. They're all coming. Okay, we're going to bring in a couple unlucky couples, and yeah. Maybe some something else we'll talk about too. Who knows? Who knows Who what's know? gonna happen? Who knows? Because we don't plan this. Well, we don't plan our podcast. We somewhat do. We watch a show and we talk about it. That's we the just plan. roll with the punches. <laughs> That's the plan. All right. I'm planning on taking a break. Are we good to do that? John is going to drink a beer. All right. We'll be back <laughs> in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How is it going? That's fine. It's We're fine. back. Let's talk about the experts. Experts joining in, Kevin in quotes. Yes, no, no. experts in quotes. Experts DP, quotes. PC, DV. Yes. So let's start with Dr. Pepper, who says her biggest surprise was Lindsay and Mac being as combustible as they were. She she thought they were a match made in heaven. Turns mm-hmm. out they're not, they're at the bottom of the sea, like the Titanic. What a failure. Because that's the thing. When you fill out all the paperwork, right, and apply for maths, you're not going to put down that you're mad shit crazy. No, and you shouldn't, but... The way you probably... She probably said, I'm a little more active. I have a wild personality. I have a strong personality. I, But you can say all that, all those things, and she is those things. But un- until you see it in action. Well, that's why there needs to be more than a Google Doc that these people fill out. There needs to be actual sessions where they talk to professionals, whether it's these three or actual professionals, have a conversation over the course of days or weeks and learn a person, follow them around a little bit. What are you going to learn from a 50-question Google Doc? I think they should lock all the people who apply for maps to like a big warehouse with alcohol and like observe for like two days. Well, no, that's a spinoff show that I would absolutely watch. <laughs> but I don't think that's the matchmaking process, Teresa. Clearly not an expert over here. You would log the guys and the girls separately, obviously, so they don't match themselves. Still watching. Up. Still watching. But no, have a count. Like, let's do this thing for real. Asking someone, fill out a questionnaire. That's no. too much work. It's... No, Teresa. <laughs> You're lucky I'm, I'm you talking. I'm me. talking from the TV's point of view because it's too much work to, to fill some- out 50 questions on a Google Doc. No, that's what they do. Right, it's it too much work to work. be observing them for months and make sure they work. You're right. You're right. I'm taking the this seriously. The show is also not about like everyone doesn't need to work out. Like we need You're some right. crazy people. You're right. I'm taking it too seriously. Um, but DP. Was surprised about Mark and Lindsay. PC says, oh, the biggest surprise for me was Alyssa and Chris. And Dr. Pepper's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that one. Yes. <laughs> I love how they shit on Alyssa. She deserves 
all that. Yeah, she shit on everyone else, so it's sweet revenge. Then Kevin asks if the experts would have predicted all four couples would say yes. None of the experts thought all four couples would say yes. Because it's very unusual. I know, but have a little confidence in your matchmaking. Well, they were observing what was going on. Still, have a little... <laughs> you, got, you guys were surprisingly redeemed on decision day. And you guys had no confidence in yourselves that you would be. And Dr. Viviana was also a big champion of MTS and Lindsay. Yeah. She also thought they were, I thought they will somehow yeah. make it. That she will calm down, but it seems like when the show ended, she got wilder and wilder. crazier. Yeah. So then they talk about Katina and Elijah on specifically. And Kevin says, So happy. You're so happy. You all told Elijah he needs to treat his wife and talk to Katina in a respectful way. You guys all told him this. They roll the tape. And once again, Kevin is like, Let me say. So, so beautiful. <laughs> so Elijah Wan sat out in this very seat, this very seat that you're sitting in DP. Elijah Wan was out here and said, I look crazy. I look crazy this season and I learned from it and I grew from it. You know how during the, throughout the season, we called him a sociopath or a psychopath. Obviously yeah, we're to, not the experts, to, but to put it lightly. Yeah. yeah that's, Another part of it, just him trying to make himself better. Manipulative. Because, yes. Con man. Yes. Of course. Of and course. I, listen, I am all for what you've been saying, and I agree with everything you've been saying. All I am saying is that maybe, just maybe, he learned a little bit for Katina's sake. I want to be wrong in this yeah. circumstance. I want you to be right, but I just have a hard time. Show me who you are. I'm going to believe you. Yeah, it's definitely... A part of that personality trait that he was showing us throughout the season. And here's, I think, what bothers me so much about it and why I'm pushing back so hard. Because everyone's so effusive about how much Elijah changed and how much of a good guy he's now. Like Kevin's like, you hit a home run here. Ah. I think if they just were like, wow, if they were cautiously optimistic, maybe I could be cautiously optimistic. What do you but mean cautiously optimistic? I would be like... I don't know if this is going to work, but let's hope it does. Mm, but everyone's okay. like, you hit a home run. Elijah Wan made the biggest change in math's history. And I'm like, you guys are going so hard in this direction. I feel like I need to go so hard in the, I think you're getting played direction. I think we could all come to the middle and be like, I don't know. I hope it works. I don't really know if I believe someone could change that much, but fingers crossed. But no, they're all like, home run, nailed it, Mr. America. And I have to go... No. It's because without Katina and Elijah one, they would only have one other successful exactly. couple. Exactly. So. The name of the game is success here. Kevin is part of the Mavs brand, and so he needs oh, to yeah. lean into that and go like, we did it. We did it. Success. Right. So then they talk about Stephen Noy, speaking of success, and Viviana says, Steve shocked me. Shocked me. He came out of the gate with so much insight, so much thoughtfulness. And for a second, I thought they were talking about Elijah on again. I'm like, you guys can't give him <laughs> this guy enough compliments. 
Yeah. <laughs> like Steve could be a therapist on the side. I like Steve a lot. I think he is a, a good personality. Guy. Yeah. Steve's a good guy. Yeah, everyone loves Steve. And then they talk about the bombshell of the season, yes. a.k.a. DP, the expert, does not even live with her husband. Right. Cause Kevin, what, what, are, what are we doing here? Kevin's like, they're not living together. What do you think about that? And DP inhales to speak. And Kevin's like, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there. DP. Uh, this was the revelation of the season. So explain yourself. And she's like, well... We're a lot older than they are. We had kids with previous partners. We didn't need to form that kind of union. We live in homes we love. So why give one up? I don't get it. Like, I feel like even if I'm older, I would still want to live with you. I can't even think about us separating. So I can, well, yes. can fully I can fully <laughs> put myself in her shoes. But no, I, I, I can't imagine. But when she said, yeah, we already lived those lives like we had kids we have kids and now we just we came into this union while being living alone doing their own thing so I could possibly understand but she also says that she she didn't think that Noi and Steve should live separately because they're so young they're thinking of having kids of they're getting to know each other of like course. under these circumstances they should not yeah here's my prediction Next season, mm-hmm. we learn DP is in an open marriage. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my prediction for next season. The season after, we learn that DP has been divorced for the past 15 right. years. It's all been a lie. Or <laughs> well, um, like DP filed for a divorce 15 years ago, but they never signed it. So like she's still married, but not. DP will not stop surprising me. And I used to love her and I still kind of do, but I love DP. She's cute. That's the only reason I like her is because she's, she's this so cute tiny. little tiny lady, so tiny. but she's she not drinks a, one beer. Then she's like, I'm done. She's not bringing I'm anything done. to the table. She used to. She, I feel like they all used to. Yeah. I'm I don't glad. know. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, they all used to be way more involved in everyone's life. Remember they used to Skype them to the honeymoon. Yes. yes. Now they're just like, you guys go and Figure we'll watch. Out. We'll watch and eat. Yeah, of course, DP is like, I don't even talk to my husband. Why would I talk to you? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, DP, little savage. So <laughs> Viviana says she's not a fan of Steve and I not living together. Mm-hmm. So I'm not either because there. they are. They decided to stay married, but they do have a relationship. Yeah, and I thought it was a little unfair actually that. Kevin said they're not living together. They chose not to live together. They're living together six nights a yes. week. They they are basically living together. That's living. More so than DP and her yes. husband. But Noi escapes to her place once in a while. Yeah, which, again, I don't know if that's great to have that place to run away to. I think once they have kids, she's going to drop the, drop her Who apartment knows? for many reasons. Let's start with money. Sure. Right? Let's end with money. Cause and it's, it's yeah, it's Boston. It's not the middle of nowhere, South Dakota, that you pay $500 again, for one bedroom. Unless Steve is the secret mm. Bitcoin millionaire. Well, that's, he said he invested in Bitcoin. I know. No, so. he said crypto. Who knows? Oh. Could have been Dogecoin. Ugh, I knows? wish we did that. I know. I know. Where, People who, I forget what it was. It was like, if you put $10,000 in Bitcoin, 15 years ago, you'd be a multimillionaire now. It's crazy. 
But that's the thing. You need to have money. At that it takes point. money to make money. Yes, but you have to have enough money to take that risk. Take that right? risk. Yeah. Who who has fifteen grand to just risk it? Nah, it takes money to make money. Mm. All right. Kevin then brings out Jasmina and Michael to sit and talk with the experts. And Viviana says, once the cameras left, I thought you guys would make it happen. Hmm. Jasmina says, we were in a good place when we said yes on decision day, but we had a huge blowout and Michael asked for a divorce. And so Viviana's like, well, what was the fight about? And here we go, Teresa. The fight was that Jasmina asked to use Michael's laptop for work. <laughs> I don't buy this. I do. And Michael spaced a little and he forgot to get her the laptop and it turned into this huge fight, okay? Now, I don't believe that they got divorced over a laptop, but mm-hmm. I believe that this caused a huge fight. Do you know what would have prevented this fight? What? If they lived together, the laptop <laughs> would have been there. The laptop would have oh been there, God, Teresa. Okay. We've been podcasting for a little over an hour, I'm going to assume. Yeah, about right? an hour, yeah. You've been holding this in this whole time. So you can it's make still, your point. still be together if they live together because the laptop would have been there. Nothing to fight about. No, I don't agree. Nothing to fight about. Also, why doesn't she have a laptop? I, I think like everyone does. I don't know. Like any laptop. You don't have to have a fancy laptop, but some sort of a laptop. Maybe it broke. Maybe she left it somewhere. So why I don't, don't just go to the internet cafe? We don't have the answer to this, <laughs> but I have the answer to the relationship, okay? If they had a laptop there, sure, of course. They would have found something else to fight about. Yes. But they wouldn't have divorced over this laptop. Yes, they, they would have gotten divorced over something else. Perhaps. But Jasmina says, Michael also told me I didn't put effort in. But I feel like I was the one who put all the effort in. She said she would text and call and the only thing Michael did was he once went to her house and didn't have a laptop with him. <laughs> that's all it, that's it, right? It's, that's all it takes. That's it. So Michael's like, well, the laptop thing, I thought it was a ridiculous thing to end it over, but I felt like I wasn't getting any effort from Jasmina. Mm-hmm. Well, she, it's her word against his. Yeah. In a way, in a way, one is, yeah, one is right, one is wrong. Potentially, we don't know. PC says what we're seeing is two people who had some life left in their marriage, but you both had needs. They weren't being realized. You felt you were doing things that weren't meeting each other's needs. But if you just had a conversation, you could figure out what was missing. So that's where I go. I I don't think they'll make it work now, but... I think they had the emotion and the love or the like, at least, to make it work. They just needed to talk about it and figure out how do we make it work. Well, PC thinks they could be a power couple. Viviana thinks that they should never say never. PC stands for power couple. Power couple. Okay. (laughs) Pastor Cal, power couple. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I don't see them back together. I see them being friends eventually. I don't. Why not? Why? Michael doesn't need another friend who's a girl. Or does he? He does not. Or does he? I mean, maybe they can be roomies. No. Jasmina needs a laptop. Michael needs a guy friend. That's about it. All right. Well, let's move on to one of my favorite segments. The experts and Alyssa and Chris. Yes. So DP starts with, I need a few answers. 
Oh, we all do. I think Chris <laughs> is a really good guy. I honestly didn't understand why you thought he was such a failure in so many ways. We went after a list of things you gave us and a list of things he gave us, and you matched up very well. And Alyssa's like, yeah, well, um, I respectfully disagree with what you say. Ah! I, I don't feel that list of things or the questionnaires I did align with Chris. I don't feel we have anything in common. I don't feel our core values align. And I don't feel like he's what I asked for. Well, and she's judging this based off of that one conversation she had with his groomsmen. And that one social media post. That's right. So, well, but yeah, but yes, yeah, she, she didn't give him a chance either way. Not at all. No, very quick to judge. And so she goes through that whole little thing. Oh yeah, you don't align with my values. You're not what I asked for. And PC is like, all right, heard enough about this. Tell me then, what are your core values? And she does not want to get into she that. She refuses to say them, mm-hmm. which, okay, that's your choice. My question is, if you refuse to say them now, or you're not comfortable saying them now, or you don't even know what they are, so you're not saying them now, did you say them at the beginning of the process? Did you Mm. say them when PC and DP asked you from day one, so tell us about your core values? Or did you bite your tongue then too? Because of course you're not going to get matched based on your core values if you're not willing to say your core values. Maybe she didn't say them. That's what I think, because then... She doesn't say she doesn't say her core values, but Dave, Dr. Viviana has a little surprise. Well, in store. she has a list of her requests. What? I don't have the list. Do you have the list? Oh, I have the list. Of course you have the list. There is. A, you want to read the list? Dr. Viviana goes, all right, you don't want to say your core values. Here's exactly what you wrote down in your questionnaire. Top five things you're looking for in a spouse. Compassion. Mm-hmm. Funny, mm-hmm. giving, mm-hmm. hardworking, loyal. These are also very basic. Very basic. Requests. I feel like we all would say that. Very I would basic. say I want someone funny and loyal right. and hardworking. Right. Hopefully you could throw a stone and you'd hit someone that checks off at least four of mm-hmm. those things. But Chris, from what I know of Chris... Yeah, checks all the boxes. I don't know if he's a comedian, but yes, he's compassionate. I think he has a better sense of humor than Alyssa. Absolutely. He's hardworking, seems very loyal. Mm -hmm. And Alyssa knows she's kind of cornered and she starts crying. Yes. And she says, well, I I, I disagree. Um, I disagree on loyalty. (laughs) How do you even know Alyssa? You don't know if he's loyal because you didn't give him a chance to be loyal. He was, so how do you say that out of all these things, Dr. Viviana just listed you pick loyalty as the deal breaker? He was way more loyal to her than she was to him. He was at least loyal to the process and mm-hmm. gave it an honest chance. Yeah, what's the opposite of loyal? Like disloyal? Disloyal. <laughs> very disloyal. Like she was very disloyal. Yeah. I mean, she goes, I s- sat here today because I was told I wouldn't be attacked. Well, that's ridiculous, Alyssa. That's what But you act like an asshole, Alyssa. So you're getting, you're getting you're, that treatment. Yeah, you're getting exactly what you mm-hmm. gave to others. And Viviana goes, you said multiple times you feel we didn't do a good job. Well, that's not true. And PC asks again, what are the core values? 
And Alyssa's like, I don't want to get into that. And PC goes, I'm asking because that's how I match people. And Chris, you said you believed you were matched well. And Chris basically says, well, I don't believe there's just one person for me. There are people who check boxes. And if they check enough boxes, we can work on the other boxes. That's true. Yeah, no one's going to be perfect, right? I'm, there's no I, such thing as a soulmate. Well, myself to you. Mm-hmm, close enough. Don't I check all your boxes? All the boxes. All the boxes. All the boxes. Boxes I didn't even know I had. Exactly. Yeah. Circles, I squares. Feel, I feel all your boxes. Y- yes, absolutely. With love and passion. Yes. And companion and loyalty. 100%. 100%. And Alyssa goes, I just know I feel bad for both of us for being in this situation. You put yourself into that situation, Alyssa. A, you applied for maths yeah. and you went into the process with a very, very closed mind. There are no cowboys in Boston. Or I mean, maybe there are a few, uh, but... There's a couple. But there is a very small chance that a cowboy in Boston will apply for maths. Just go to the <laughs> Texas version of cowboy on maths. Yeah. It's maps re- and cowboys, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. She is responsible for the the situation they're in. She says it in such a passive way. Like, I feel bad for us being in this situation. You're the cause of the situation. Mm-hmm. Take some ownership. Yes. DP goes, you have a narrow vision of your person. If I knew this, I wouldn't have matched you. And it's so true. She had this specific idea mm-hmm. in her head of who she could be with or who she could fall in love with or marry, that doesn't work when you're getting matched blindly. Mm-hmm. You have to go out and find that person specifically. Well, I think she has a hard time because she's an asshole. Oh, I'm sure she does. But if you're going to enter this process and give it an honest try, you got to be open-minded. That's literally, oh. that's literally probably the number one. Absolutely. The number one prerequisite mm-hmm. of math should be like, you're, you're open-minded, right? And to the point that you may not be attracted to the person physically. However, he may or she may be everything you ask for. Give it a chance. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it, really. Yeah. But sweet, sweet Chris has no regrets. He said he learned and he got to know himself and he's ready to date. And his inbox Dr. Viviana hates Alyssa and I love it. Yeah. All right. Lindsay and Mark. And the experts. Lindsay and Mark and the experts. So. Lindsay and Mark and the Shark Tank. Dr. Viviana asks, when after decision day did things really start to turn? Seven days. Seven days. I, I kept count. I have a calendar. <laughs> it's like one day since an accident, two days since an accident, seven days. It was her birthday. And Lindsay just wants a dinner and a massage for her birthday. Wait. Okay. It was her birthday and then she said her grandma died that day. Mm. Yeah. Did you hear it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of, I heard the grandma died. I didn't write it down because no one addressed it. And I was like, that's such a interesting fact if that's the case that these two major life events happened mm-hmm. and no one's addressing the grandma thing so i was like well maybe i misheard that maybe I- no she said it so her birthday she said mark called quits on the day my grandma died yeah so all she wanted yeah on the day her grandma died was dinner and a massage i guess and 
Apparently, she asked Mark for, and you have to explain to me, IOU. What is that? Well, Mark asked. Mark gave her an IOU. What is that? Is it a disease? <laughs> it's a sexually transmitted disease. What is it? No, an IOU. So you spell it letter I, letter O, letter U. Yes. But it's really like I owe you dinner next week. I owe you. Ah. I owe you. So people do it. It's cute. When you're in elementary school, you make a little coupon, you write it down. I owe you whatever, a dessert. Oh. And so. I thought it was like a disease or something. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure one of them have something. <laughs> but she asked for dinner and a massage and he's like, oh, I owe you. Right. Here's nah. here, cash it in at a later date. That's that's what it is. So Mark goes, yeah, after decision day, we spent a week getting the place ready but the issue was too many threats were being made in the house. It ruined it for us. We got in a fight that night because I was going back to my job and Lindsay didn't like that job. The gym job? I think it was a gym job. Mm. I think it was a gym job. And Lindsay's like, well, yeah, because Mark said we may have to move because of this job. And we had just put in all this work at the house. And Mark said, if you don't want to move with me, you can move out now. And Mark's like, well, I didn't kick you out of the house. You lived there for three months rent free. I would let you stay there for five months rent free. So what did Mark live? I don't know if he actually moved closer to his job or not. I don't think that was clarified. He was just like, well, now I have this job. I may need to move, which that's a huge Discussion, sure. I'm sure Lindsay works and lives in a certain vicinity, right? And well, it was also his grandma's house, so I don't know how close or far Lindsay's work is from this house, right? Right. I think it's around the corner. Oh, who knows? It could. Maybe it was a blessing could, in disguise. Yeah. Maybe she ended up being closer to her work by moving to the grandma's house. The point is, yeah, to just be like, we're going to move. Not cool, Mark. You hope it's a discussion. Mm-hmm. But it seems like, again, there's two sides to the story. Mm-hmm. Lindsay's saying one thing. Mark's saying another. And that's what basically PC says. You both ruined the marriage. Oh, you yeah. are a great example of two people who just destroyed the marriage. And I think Lindsay destroyed it more. Yeah. I don't really see... My Mark destroying the marriage. I just think he got pulled into this craziness and was reacting to what was happening. Yeah, it depends what happened off camera. Again, on camera, it definitely looks like Lindsay was the main culprit here. Who knows? Mark says she has a side to her that's too violent, too threatening, and she bullies me the most I've ever been bullied. Yes, but DP chimes in saying she also has good qualities. But when she's angry, she hits back so hard because she's smart. Okay. This is just me quoting DP. Here's here's the quote. Here's the quote. DP said, the problem, which we've talked about, is when you're hurt, Lindsay, your response is anger and lashing out. And you're very bright. So when you lash out, you hit bone. And Lindsay agrees. Mm -hmm. She's like, yeah, that's right. I agree with you. Only because DP called her bright. Only because DP wedged, <laughs> only because DP wedged that compliment in there. If it was just when you're hurt, your response is anger and lashing out. So when you lash out, you hit a bone. Lindsay would be like, 
Absolutely would, not. Yeah, she would lash out. But because she was like, <laughs> and you're very bright. You hit, and then listen, you're, you know what I am. You're right. Look at you being a little therapist yeah, over here. Come on. That's the only reason DP put that mm-hmm. little compliment in there too, was to get that head nod. Yup. Yup. And so Mark starts to get emotional and PC's like, well, what's going on? What's, what's happening? And Mark says, I hate reliving this. Having these conversations is too much. And PC's like, you see this, Lindsay, you see this man over here getting emotional, crying. How do you feel? Well, Lindsay doesn't think that his shark tears are genuine. Yeah, crocodile tears, shark tears. Shark tears. It's all the same. Yeah, yeah. She's like, uh, if I'm going to be very honest, and Viviana cuts her off and goes, whoa, if this isn't going to have tact, the way you respond, we don't need to hear it. And that's when Lindsay's like, yeah, I don't think it's genuine. When I see the tears, I don't feel compassion. I don't think it's real. I think it's real. I think it's 100% real. I think he's a very emotional... Are they, are they necessary tears or necessary? Yes, is not that's the how he, that's how he feels. Every tears Maybe, are saying, okay if you're expressing your emotions. I'm not saying they're wrong, but I'm saying are they an overreaction? No, he's been through a lot. He's had a crazy few months, right? So he's probably very vulnerable. And he was married to Lindsay. So. And he was married to Lindsay. So I believe the tears, and I think they are just. But sometimes people cry and you go, well, that's an overreaction. So mm. that's what I'm saying is maybe Lindsay thinks it's an overreaction, but they're still authentic. There's, he's not faking them. I think he is just expressing how he feels. Yeah. Well, Lindsay disagrees and PC says the marriage may be over, but one thing you can't lose is empathy. And Lindsay goes, for people I don't respect. <laughs> she has no class no tact. It's crazy. You can't just sit there and be like, yeah, you're right. Like you shouldn't lose empathy for people I don't respect. NPCs like, don't make them feel bad for having an emotional side. Mm-hmm. And here's something here. Viviana was on one, this episode. She gave it to Alyssa. She gave it to Lindsay and she gave it back to Lindsay right here in such a beautiful way because she goes, you guys are very similar. And how you feel about each other says more about how you feel about yourselves mm-hmm. than each. And the last thing Lindsay wants well to said. the last thing she Lindsay wants to hear is that she's similar to Mark the Shark. Yes. All right. You ready to move on and talk about everyone and the experts? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So they all meet with Kevin. Yes. And we see a throwback to Olajuwon getting mad at Lindsay over speaking Spanish. Remember when they got oh, yeah. to DR, right? No, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Yeah. And Lindsay was just flexing that she speaks Spanish. And when you are in someone else's country, you have to speak the language. Yes, she, which, yes. Uh, if you can, sure, but it's not <laughs> required, Lindsay. You better download Duolingo on the flight and learn this <laughs> language before we land. And we saw this throwback to Olajuwon on the honeymoon forgetting Katina's name. This was what? great. This was fantastic. Uh, did you buy it? Yes. He's an idiot. Of course. <laughs> and How do you forget the name of the person you married? Because think about it. You probably hear it at the altar. And you're probably, so you're not even thinking. In the moment, there's so much happening. There's the camera, friends, family. You're getting married. This at first sight, this is crazy. And it's like, Elijah, this is Katina. Katina. And you're, that's it. That's the only time you hear it. No, 
then you meet with the family. They ask about Katina. Come on. Maybe, maybe. And you introduce Katina to all the boys and everyone, hey, this is my wife, Katina, come on. I don't know if you remember this. I think she really struggled pronouncing his name. Yes. They didn't show that. But at least she struggled <laughs> pronouncing. <laughs> yeah. He straight up forgot he He's kept like, calling her wifey. Jeanette, Kenette, <laughs> Dinette. Yeah, he, he didn't know, which I found hysterical. It was good. It Katina's was good. like, yeah, I didn't know, but it makes sense why he kept calling me wifey. <laughs> It was funny before we get into the heavy stuff. Oh boy, the bowling. The bowling alley fight. The yeah. one that, I think it was the first time we really saw Lindsay losing her shit. Like crazy. Um, I mean, yeah. she did lose it on the honeymoon, but Mark the Shark still had her back yeah. there. And she got kind of bad when he said he wants to take it slowly, but this was the first time she just... Yes. She's gone wild. When she just became insulting. Yes. And yes, out of control. Cursing him in the bathroom. Yeah, they flash back. They show us her in the bathroom just, huh? Flash, like the bathroom. I don't get it. (laughs) He said flashback. I was saying like flush. No, flush. Oh. It's two different words, (laughs) Teresa. Maybe you need to take it easy on the beer. Uh, Uh, Okay. Moving on. Moving on from the (laughs) flashback. Kevin asks if Lindsay thinks she went too far in what she said. And she's like, I feel bad about the delivery. I should have used kinder words. I should have said like small testicles instead of small balls. Maybe it was the words Ah. that I I used to to deliver a kinder message. And Lindsay goes, but he wasn't there. I was just trying to bitch in a corner. He, He didn't, he wasn't around to hear it. And she says, but I'm working on the way I express myself. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Mark's like, I think it's kind of sad that that's how you spoke and you don't feel bad about it. Was it Kevin who called her vicious? Ooh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he wasn't the that only one. You're so vicious. I'm sure he wasn't like the only one. Your delivery is so vicious. Yeah. And I think that might have been when he goes, you probably should apologize to mm-hmm. Mark. He's right here. And there's this awkward silence. Oh, my gosh. And we're all like, is she going to do it? What's she going to say? Did she write another letter? What are we going to get? I was surprised because she did apologize. Sort of. She's like, you know, Mark, I just, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. I just got so angry so quickly. I can't take it back. If I could, I would, but I can't. I hope you can accept that. It's a half apology. Apologizing for hurting someone's feelings. It's like, I'm sorry you're so weak, you pussy. I'm sorry that hurt your, <laughs> right? I'm sorry that hurt your feeling. It's not like I should have never said that. What I said was wrong. True. She's like, yeah, sorry you're such a bitch. And that upset you. True. That's what she said. And then Kevin's like, all right, Lindsay, Mark said you spit on him. <laughs> this is so bad. Like, how <laughs> old are they? How disrespectful how is that? I remember once there was an incident in my kindergarten that a child spit on another child. Mm-hmm. It was a big problem. We all had to sit in the circle. They were lecturing us, even the people, the kids who did not spit, yeah. right? We were in a kindergarten. I didn't understand it. I remember it because I actually went on and was in a class with this kid until our like ninth grade. So we always brought it back. We're like, oh my gosh, remember you spit? But who's an adult? And spits on their significant other during a fight. I could see Lindsay doing it. Well, she did. She, we don't have evidence, but I could totally buy it. She's so vulgar. She's so aggressive. I could totally see it. She says, "I no, I said I want to spit on you. Well, 
And she's lying because you can tell when she's lying. She has these moments where she, when she's lying, she loses, she kind of loses her words. She doesn't know what to say for a couple of seconds and then she denies. Right. She's, she's done it before it several times. And this is the same thing. She's like, um, I, I did not. And she says it calmly. Yeah. If it's something that she would believe that she didn't do or she didn't do it, she would be like, I didn't do it. Like, I, no way. Like, right. that didn't happen. Right. So she's lying. I think she's lying. She did spit on him. And as she was probably thinking what to do next, Olajuwon steps in as the best friend that he is. Just the king of growth over here, this man. He's (laughs) like, you know, it's okay. It's okay. If it happened, it's okay. Now's the time to apologize. He was good to you. He was good to you. It's okay. It's not your fault. Apologize. And Lindsay's like, I'm sorry, Mark. But somehow, <laughs> sorry. Oh, and that's what I'm saying that when I said she needs someone with a strong personality, yeah. maybe that's why she does get along with Elijah on to a certain level. Right. She respects Because all of a sudden she's freaking apologizing, which means A, she did spit. Yeah. And B, she took too hard what he had to say. Yeah. That's a good point. Then Kevin switches to a lighter note. The intimacy exercises. And basically, we learned Stephen Noy had sex in a semi-public place. Yeah. yeah. Whatever that could be. I think it's probably... Or the studio apartment with the door open. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and then Kevin read tweets. It was kind of lame. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry if you guys tweeted. Stop taking notes. But the one, the one thing I jotted down, um, because I was curious... Elijah had a stain on his underwear. Oh my god! We all saw it. That was on a lie too. The wedding night, yeah. <laughs> He's like, so I was getting a pen in my pocket, and ugh, can you believe the pen just leaked? Yeah, was well, no. it broke in his pocket, and so it was ink on his pants? And yeah, I don't know about no. that. Wouldn't you? Okay, who who carries a pen with an actual ink nowadays? Uh, yeah, that's a good point. No one does. You carry those shitty pens that you steal at, at, when yeah. you go to the bank. You could bend it in half and it still wouldn't yeah. leak. Yeah. I mean, maybe he had a nice pen. He, maybe he was writing the wedding card or something. But I feel like if it broke in your pants, you would have to change your pants. Yeah. No, I think he bought these undies like 10 years ago. Yeah. And he just doesn't want to let <laughs> yeah. go. He doesn't even know what that stain was. Does not know. But he just was wedding them on the wedding night. Good cover up. Well, he tried. Yeah. But yeah. So that's reunion part two. The next episode looks wild. What? So stay tuned for that. I can't wait. And that's it. The season is wrapping up. We're getting to the end. Unless there is another episode after. There might be. We'll see. Stay tuned. That's why you got to make sure you are following us on social media at Married to Reality Pod. We will keep you updated with everything that we will release. If there's a little bonus coming or whatnot, we'll let you know there. And also make sure you're following the podcast. So... That way you really don't miss anything. As long as you're following the podcast, you're going to get every episode right to your device as soon as it drops. It's so easy to follow the podcast. Just look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as this season. Because this season was pretty hot. It's pretty hot. It has pretty ups, hot. has downs. But overall, I would say solid. I would yeah, give it a solid I would say rating. seven. Seven. 
I might even go seven five. Whoa. Yeah, feeling generous. Whoa. Feeling generous. And speaking of generous, thank you guys again for the reviews. If you haven't left one, please do. It really makes our day. It helps the pod. It's really all we ask of you guys. Very think, true. Right? So please, if you could leave us a rating or a review, it means a lot. So seriously, thank you guys. All right. That is it. I've said it all. I think I've, I've said, said it, all. it all. You've definitely said it all. Um, <laughs> yeah. Flush, flash. Yeah, potato, potato. Potato, potato. We've said it all. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.